If you or someone you love struggles with a gambling addiction, please call 1-800-GAMBLER today and please gamble responsibly. Welcome into another episode of Sports Betting by Dummies. I am your host, Patty Parlays, and joining me as always, the voice of God, the Green Goblin himself, Diz. Diz, welcome in, buddy. Hey, thank you. Crazy work week. Um, ready to put that behind us and get some winners and enjoy the hell out of this conference championship weekend. Absolutely, absolutely. And joining us again for the second straight day on the second straight episode the gambler who has never lost, Tyler. Tyler, welcome back. Uh, thank you, Pat. Good to be here. Happy Friday, guys. Yes, yes. Happy Friday. Um, but I do think you may be the only podcaster on a gambling show that has never, ever lost. Uh, I mean, my theory is you can't lose if you don't bet. Hey, that is true. That, that should true. not be the new theory of our podcast. That's not, that <laughs> that's not, not a, no, it's it's a personal yeah, theory. Yeah, yeah, that's a Tyler theory. We're just our podcast it. is bet together, win together. Yes, say he gets it. He he understands. But if you don't bet at all, then you Can't shit lose. on that slogan. Hey, man. I'm here. I'm just kidding. You know what Tyler's doing I'm here doing to make sure us? the podcast goes smoothly. That 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 is true. But Tyler's not even betting, but he's willing to curse his favorite basketball teams so that the podcast can get winners on the podcast. It is true. I should probably I'll hide this. Oh, I'll hide these until you get later into the show and announce your picks. But then everyone on YouTube will be able to see. A little bit of a tease there, but yeah, that's that's what's happening. So even though it is Friday and there are football games this weekend, like we said yesterday, it's kind of RIP to Football Friday, but there are games, so we have picks for everyone, and we will discuss these games in length. So the first game, actually I don't know if it's the first game, but one of the games we have Bengals at Chiefs. The Chiefs are 7.5 point favorites at home, and the over-under is at 54.5. And, and then the 49ers at the Rams. The Rams are 3.5 point favorites at home, and the over-under is 45-and-a-half. So I'm just going to go ahead and start off right off the bat, Diz. Um, I actually have a two-leg teaser that I put in for this these matchups. And uh, I did a five-point teaser. So I did Chiefs minus two-and-a-half, and I did 49ers plus eight-and-a-half. That's literally exactly what I did. Hey, look at that! Look at that! That's awesome. We didn't even communicate. We're already betting together, win together. That's you almost need to lock that in, like just right now. I can't believe is that one of your dumbest dummies? No, of course not. Good, good. It might be a group best bet though, if that's what we're on. I don't know if we can do teasers for group best bets, but it might happen. I mean, it's in the value range. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That it is. That it is. Um. My next bet is I have I have Cam Akers under 61 and a half rushing yards at minus 114. Um, so this leads into that 49ers Rams game. The 49ers defense is their their strong point, obviously, and especially their run defense. They held Ezekiel Elliott in check against the Cowboys. 
They held Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon in check last weekend against the Packers in a snowy conditions where running ball would probably be ideal. Um, so I like this 49ers run defense. Cam Akers looked shaky last week. He fumbled twice when the Bucks were coming back. Um, he may not even see the full number of snaps he's used to, so I really like Cam Akers under 61.5 rushing yards. What do you think about with the Rams being favored, them trying to run some clock like they did against Tampa Bay. Well, I guess like they tried to do against Tampa Bay. So, I, Tyler, if you could real quick on your phone or whatever, look yes, up sir. look up how many rushing yards Cam Akers had last week against the Buccaneers. Because I want to say it was less than 61 and a half. Uh, and that was with them having the lead the whole time. Right. Let's see. Come on, ESPN app, killing it. Um, give me a second, my. Yeah, ESPN you're good. While he's doing that, uh, Diz, do you bunch. have another pick for these games? Uh, I really like the over in the Niners Rams. I think that forty-five and a half is an insanely low number. I know that both defenses are strong, but. In a conference championship game, you have to imagine. Uh, I I just I can't believe the numbers that low. What? what? I'm ready when you are. I got it up. Yeah. What? What? What do you got? You said Cam Akers rushing yards last game. Yeah. Forty-eight. Yeah. So you... that, I think that's my point. Is. Yeah, he was like absolutely it. bottled up. Twenty-four carries, forty-eight yards. Twenty-four carries. So that's that's ridiculous, isn't it? I mean, they were up the whole game. They were running the ball. Twenty-four carries and he only got forty-eight rushing yards. I really love Cam Akers under sixty-one and a half rushing yards. He also lost two fumbles. Right, he did do that. So um, one of those fumbles happened on like the one yard line. So even if he doesn't fumble there and gets one more carry, he maybe gets another yard there. Who knows what happens late in the game when they're trying to run the clock down and he fumbles on like the very first snap. But again, I, I, I think the 49ers actually win this game, and I think that the uh, 49ers will have the lead as opposed to uh, the Rams having the lead and running the ball a lot. So, um, Which leads me to my next pick, which is the 49ers – Defense slash special teams touchdown at plus 500 is. If if this game goes like I think it will, 49ers get the lead, Rams have to keep up or score, so that means Matthew Stafford slinging the rock around. We know Matthew Stafford has some interception problems, especially later in the year. The lights shine bright. I could see Matthew Stafford trying too hard and then just throwing a ridiculous pick six that could ultimately end up costing the Rams their season. Heinous, heinous pick. They got one last week. I don't think it's going to happen again. And it was on the punt. And I'm, Green Bay had the worst special teams in the league. Uh, I'm not even going for special teams. I'm really thinking the defense will get ones. Or maybe, maybe uh, you know, Bosa – you know, strip sack, return for a touchdown. I mean, what are we talking about here? I'm not a fan of that pick, but, hey, if it happens, I'll be juiced for you. <laughs> hey, Pat, I like the pick. Um, you know, seeing Akers turning it over twice last week, Ooh. that's obviously, you know, coming back, 
you know, that's just turnovers there. As we know, Stafford has been turnover prone later in the season like this, and we've never really seen him in a game this big. Every game he plays from here on out this season is the biggest game of his career. Absolutely. I mean, I think the lights might get bright eventually. I mean, just the more turnovers they give, the more opportunities they have to get that defensive touchdown. Bingo, my guy. I I like the the ride there. Um, Diz, do you have anything else on these games? Because I still have like maybe like five more. <laughs> Did you hear my over? Yeah, yeah, the 49ers over. Rams 49ers just, over. Just no comment, or did I hit a dead spot when? I, it's not one of mine. I, I stayed away from that total. Um, I, I could see this game going either direction over under wise, so I just really uh, didn't want to touch that one. Yeah, I have one more pick, and it's, it's about both games. It's a FanDuel prop. Yes. Uh, one, at least one successful two-point conversion was plus 110. Yes. Uh, I thought that was nuts. I thought that was wild. I, lo- I, I, took, I jumped on that immediately. I love that one. I definitely took that one as well. Um, especially these games when, uh, you know, they're either super close and so every point matters or a team's trying to claw back late in the game. Those two-point conversions seem to happen more in the playoffs. Um, so I absolutely love that. I did take that. Um, it wasn't one of my remaining ones, but that was definitely one I caught my attention. I definitely took as well. Oh, yeah. I believe, too, if you look on the FanDuel specials, you can get uh, any non-quarterback to throw a touchdown pass at plus 1,200 odds. Don't do it. We are getting this late in the season. Crazy things happen, especially with the Chiefs. You know, the Chiefs, they really like to run the wacky packages, um, a tight end taking the snap, whether it be Kelsey or Bell that took it last week. Or, you know, maybe we see an OBJ or Mohamed Sanu touchdown pass. You know, you just never know what's going to happen. So it might be worth a flyer, Diz. I know you're not a big fan of it, but it might be worth a flyer. I'm all about value. Um, so my next uh, pick, I'm going Bengals team total over 23 at minus 112. Jeez. Um, so the thing about the Chiefs, defense is against good quarterbacks this season they've given up 30 plus points whether it be herbert they gave up 30 plus points to joe burrow they gave up you know 30 plus points to josh allen it's any good quarterback has been able to tear up this chief's defense and 23 seems way too low especially in a high total game which then leads to my other bet that's related to this i'm taking the chiefs Bengals over 54 and a half if i think the chiefs are going to win by more than three points and i think the Bengals are going to go more than 23 that math just adds up for an over in that category as well yeah, i was thinking about teasing both overs uh so whether it be like well with only two i'd probably do like four or five points so yeah just have to be like 50 for chiefs Bengals, and then like 40 for rams niners Yep. Um, and then we get to my boy, Debo Samuel, the God. I'm taking Debo Samuel to have 50-plus rushing and 50-plus receiving yards at plus 220. Nothing to say here. Debo is that 49ers offense. where The 49ers offense goes where Debo goes, and I think Debo shows up and shows out. My only concern with that one is McVay has to have something up his sleeve to stop him. And I think the Niners may utilize 
George Kittle a lot more this game because they've been relying so heavily on Debo. That's my only concern. Could be. Um, and the receiving and rushing is tough because I, I, does he do that often? That seems very tough to do. I know he runs the ball a lot for them, but that seems tough. I don't know off the top of my head uh, how often he has hit this. Um, I think the, the key here, Tyler, is the rushing yards. Can you look and see how many rushing yards Debo Samuel has on the season? Um, I'll look for I'll look through games real quick. Let's okay. see. Or, or per season. I last game he had 39, which is, um, let's see, for the 2021 year he is averaging. Oh, let's see. He has 365 yards on the season in 59 attempts. Yeah, so not not great, but uh, you know you're taking a little bit of a risk um, you know, with the plus two twenty value, um. um, but he did get ten carries last week. I'm gonna go through and find, see what he's had like the last few games, at least in the playoffs. So we yeah. had ten carries last week and uh, ten carries the week before, where he had seventy two yards. Yeah, so he's so he's, he's definitely getting, trending upwards. He's getting the carries, especially later on, later on in the season. He's been getting the carries. Um, I think it, particularly because he can be injury prone at times, I think they kind of limited his attempts in the times he was getting the ball throughout the season. But now it's playoff time. It's winner go home. They're going to give him every shot that they have. So I, I'm running with it. What are the pro- – I don't know if you, anyone has this handy. Can we look up the value on a Jimmy G interception? Um, Jimmy G interception. That's – I, well, it's not. He's thrown one in every playoff game, oh. and I think it's especially in an instance where uh, the the Niners are coming from behind, which they are the underdogs. Me and you both think they're going to win, but at some point, you'd imagine they're going to be losing this game. Jimmy G is going to have to throw the ball a little bit. He's had some heinous throws in this playoffs. I wonder what the value is. I think I have to go to DraftKings because I don't think FanDuel offers interception props. Let's. So Jimmy G over a half interception is at minus 150. But the shocking thing here is Matthew Stafford over a half an interception is at minus 110. That's the one that might interest me more than anything else. But on DraftKings days, you'll have to drop the minus 150 value if you want Jimmy G over an interception. Gotcha. Um. My second to last one here, Diz, OBJ, anytime touchdown, plus 140. Um, we've seen kind of a resurgent here, especially of late, with OBJ getting the ball. And I think, um, you know, when it comes down to it, the 49ers are going to try to stop Cooper Cup. I mean, how? why would you not try to stop Cooper Cup? Which means OBJ seems to be the next logical option. So I think OBJ could see a touchdown in this game. I like that pick. You know, I may take this one. Um, he scored in every playoff game so far, hasn't he? Oh, I didn't even know OBJ scored last week. Uh, maybe he didn't. I know he's been getting a lot more targets and receptions of late, especially in the playoffs. Um, For sure. I, I would support that as well. Hey, fun fact. Did you hear about OBJ's salary? 
No. I mean, so he he accepted oh, his the Bitcoin. The Bitcoin, yes. <laughs> he accepted his uh, for the listeners. He accepted his LA Rams salary in Bitcoin, and since he signed the deal, the value of Bitcoin has plummeted. After Los Angeles taxes, which is about 50%, he's only making, like, if it were to end right now, he's only going to make, like, $30,000 this season. That's why I never understood why players were like, I'm going to take my salary in Bitcoin. Like, you do realize... It goes... Well, in his defense, I feel like he has enough money. Hmm. You could try it out. I think it goes both ways. For, like... Someone who's not as uh, known or not as sponsored and not as paid as Odell is, it wouldn't make sense. Like a rookie should never do that. Yeah. With how volatile Bitcoin is. But I think it's a good lesson for for other players that uh, maybe this isn't a good idea. But if it went the other way, he'd be making so much money. So I get it from his perspective. But just kind of funny to be like, what an idiot. Well, isn't it? I mean, it's kind of safe for him because I believe since he was cut by the Browns and then made it through waivers, I believe he's still getting money from the Browns too. So it's kind of just, you know, icing on the cake for him. It was easy to take that risk. We we think now, as long yeah. as he didn't convert like the Browns, what the Browns was paying him to uh, Bitcoin, then I he would did. agree. Okay. Oh, he did? No, he didn't. Okay, okay. So it's just the Rams. So yeah, I, I think he was going to take a pay cut from the Rams anyways. So uh, yeah. But, yeah, know, it's certainly interesting. I know Spencer Dinwiddie requested it from the Nets back in the day, but it was uh, denied. Something against the uh, – in their contract, the Players Association vetoed it. Well, and that's interesting, too, because, well, I'm trying to think how that would work. So would you just take the money that you would have gotten in dollars on the contract, invest it into Bitcoin, and then you can cash out whenever you want? I mean, I'd assume no idea. what they did. I feel like there's no chance the Rams actually said, hey, here's your Bitcoin. It had to have been like they gave him the money and it went straight into Bitcoin before it touched his hand. Yeah, and if it's not like a fully guaranteed contract like the MLB, how would that work? Like over time or your game checks would just go into... Yeah, is he just getting a game check in Bitcoin? And it just keeps going up his value in Bitcoin every single time? You could just say, hey, uh, give me cash this week. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's that's weird. But anyways, I have one more, Diz, and this is the one that you're going to lose your mind on. In a good way or a bad way? Bad way. You're gonna you're just gonna laugh at me and you're gonna say you're ridiculous and this is why you never win any bets. I am going Tyler Boyd two plus touchdowns at plus nineteen hundred. Now, Diz, why am I going with Tyler Boyd, and why am I going with two-plus touchdowns? Plus 1,900. It had nothing to do with the value. I was locking this in before I saw the value. Now, let me tell you why, Diz. What did the Chiefs do defensively last weekend against the Buffalo Bills? Besides nothing. I was waiting for the absolutely nothing and let them score in like a minute. Did they blitz a lot, maybe? Who on the Bills was basically a no-show last weekend? Uh, Stefan? Stefan mm-hmm. Diggs. 
The Chiefs locked down the number one wide receiver for the Bills, which led to Gabriel Davis getting four touchdowns and breaking the record. Now, who's the number one option for the Bengals? It's obvious. Jamar Chase. Okay? Yep. I would even argue the number two is probably T. Higgins. Um, I think they all, the, the Chiefs were able to lock down on uh, Dawson Knox last weekend as well. He was there, but he wasn't you know super notable, I don't believe. So I would say, arguably, T. Higgins is probably number two compared to Usama. And so I think that um, you know the focus is going to be everywhere except for Tyler Boyd. So I think Tyler Boyd is the one that eats this weekend. don't know how I feel about that. Do you believe that uh, – do you believe that the Chiefs – Are well, going to stop so, Jamar Chase? Yes, I do. Okay, that was my first question. Do you think the Chiefs can stop Jamar Chase? And also a lot of that Gabriel Davis was because Tyron Matthew was out of the game. Is Tyron Matthew out of this game? I believe it is questionable. It is looking like he is going to play, I believe – but so even then, plays, Matthew maybe then... guards T. Higgins, leaving the third option, Tyler Boyd, as the one to feast. So I, I have a yeah, little bit it's... of a leeway there. I Well, I see what you're saying, and I like your point. But it was essentially next man up, right? Yeah. So the fourth best secondary member of that Chiefs defense was on Gabriel Davis. If Tyran Matthew plays, then that shifts. And then the guy who was on Kelsey or Tyreek Hill or whoever you – I'm just – it's not going to be the exact same secondary from the Chiefs. Right. They're going to be healthier. Yeah. No, I know. But I'm still – I'm still like – But I like chances. your take. I like your take. Well, I mean, if – even if Matthew does play, um, normally he would be the one to be boxed on the number one receiver because he's – you know, he plays safety. He's not normally going to be man-on-man, and he's covering the tight end or the running back. Right. So you, Which, you would think, but that does free up the number one corner maybe to go chase T. Higgins or Osama, but I still think Boyd's the the guy to look for this weekend. Before we cut this, can we look at the props for Chiefs total sacks because Joe Burrow may get assaulted again? <laughs> uh, let's see, defense, special teams. That's not what I wanted. Boys, I have horrendous news while Patty looks this up. I'm hitting stop-and-go traffic near the Whiteland dead spot. Oh, oh no. no. That's a This nightmare. is a bad day. This is a bad – this is bad news because, one, I'm still 30 minutes from home. Right. <laughs> and I'm in stop-and-go. Right. And, two, you oh, may no. lose me on the pod. But I'm going to ride with you till, till, till I cut. I'm not seeing anything on betting like the over-under on total team sacks, Diz. Um, okay. We, we might good. we might need to do more research and figure that out, but uh, yeah, I don't have anything. Um, I'm just while you do that, I'm trying to look up the actual team stats to see how you know see the Chiefs' pass rush totals compared to what they had. Where? Okay, so so far the Chiefs have uh, four sacks this postseason. Not Which, great, but yeah. If there's if there's a game or a team to get right against, it's definitely the Bengals. Well, I mean that's in that's in two games, right? right. And they're probably they were not blitzing against the uh, Bills. 
Well, who'd they play in the oh, Steelers? They, they played the Steelers the and the Bills. Yeah. So. But I don't. The Bills. I wouldn't. Or the Bills have a decent line. I wouldn't say the Steelers have a great line at all, though. No, I I don't I don't think so either. But then the that game wasn't super close that. either. So. Yeah. They so they weren't really blitzing. They were probably just hanging back in coverage. Yeah. And they weren't necessarily like super hungry getting after it. They may not have been playing some of their starters if you know it got out of hand early. So, um, all right. Anything else, Diz or Tyler, for football before we uh, move on to the rest of this wonderful episode? I was just one football Friday. Oh, I was just wondering about your thoughts on mixing though, since that will be an outdoor game. See, that was that was for the listeners. I I. I was going back and forth between Boyd and Mixon, uh, two plus touchdowns. Um, the thing with Mixon, and I think if I'm correct, the Chiefs are actually really good against the run, but that's also because they don't face the run that often. So it's kind of one of those where it's like you could see it going either direction. I felt much better about the patchy Chiefs pass game and the explosiveness of the Bengals' pass offense. But uh, you, you, there's definitely no doubt in my mind that I could see Mixon getting at least one, maybe two, and having, you know, maybe 100-some rushing yards, especially if they're looking to possess the ball and keep Patrick Mahomes on the sidelines. But if the Chiefs get up early, then that might go out the window. Yeah, I just wanted to hear your opinion on that. Cause it's, it's, a good are, point. it's a good question. Yeah. It's football Friday. I wanted to extend the football talk a little more. Hey, I understand that. That's why we got you here, Tyler. Also, the lighting in your room change was crazy. Yeah, uh, it gets dark early here, and I'll have a light on here. I can turn no, one No, 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 you're fine. You're, you're, you're still looking fine. Your face is a little bright and shiny, but that's... Yeah, that's just monitors. So <laughs> it, it is a big screen. Here, let me uh, hit this, and that'll tone it down a little bit. There you go. It's much better. But you were talking earlier. You were yeah. talking earlier about, hey, look at the light in this room with no lamp and everything. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh my god, where did it go? I was, I was looking beautiful in that light. It's a golden hour. <laughs> nice. All right, oh, here we go. Give you some purple lighting. Ooh. Ooh. Let's review the dumbest dummy picks from yesterday. I went zero for two. Diz, how did you do? I went one and one. Uh, nope. One and two. Shit. Yeah, one and two. One of my uh, three by twos hit. The other one did not. And then Cici Pass got absolutely torched. So <laughs> uh, I'm just I'm just in a bat. Australian Open's done for me. I guess that's not true. I do have this is degenerate pick of the day with Daniel Collins this weekend. That could yep. be huge for me if I clap that. But uh, one and two, not great. Uh, but it's 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 above par for this month. Um, which three by two hit? I don't know. Wow! And you give me all this crap all the time about betting on stuffs and not watching, and you just have no idea. It's fine. Everything's fine. Let's hope I don't crash my car. It was the Warriors Timberwolves plus one hundred. That was the one that hit, right? Yeah. Yeah. When you said you were taking the uh, the Lakers and the who did the Lakers play last night? 
I don't know who it was, but it, it was another like not very high volume three point shooting team, and I was kind of like, uh, I'm not sure you should take it, but it is what it is. We learn, we love, we move on. Um, all right, Diz, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven dumbest dummy picks. Do you want me to go ahead since you are in the Whiteland dead spot for the next thirty minutes? Jesus Christ. <laughs> You, th- you thought just because I had a three... Oh, wait. First off, let's go ahead and do this. So I am down 5.48 units on the month. Diz is down 8.31 units in, in the month. So Diz, you thought... Wait, say, just that, be- say that again. Say that again. Say that again. I am down 5.48. Okay. You are down 8.31. All right. So you're telling me there's a chance. You think just because I have a three-unit lead on you going into the second-to-last episode that that's going to... Ref- Restrain me from making the picks that I want to make? Absolutely not. Pat needs that money. All right, Pat. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna level with you here. <laughs> okay, here we go. What what do you got? I left the office late as balls. Okay. Okay. I need to run into Target and get a cookie cake. <laughs> Let me. I'm about. Five minutes away. I'm going to give my dumbest dummies. Okay. And then take your sweet-ass time with yours. I'm going to run in, grab the cookie cake, and I'm going to time it perfectly. By the time I get out here, I'll be golden. I'm going to have an AirPod in in the store, which I know is a serial killer move, so just in case you're done before I'm out of there. Um, But if you wouldn't mind, let me give my dumbest dummy first because I'm not yet at the target. By the way, the Whiteland dead spot traffic, there was a crash literally right in front of me. And I was so close to the crash that I could drive around it before uh, traffic got stopped. So I don't know if that's poor Samaritan shit by me or if I got away with one. Uh, well, nonetheless, dude, go ahead and grace us with your dumbest dummy picks. Okay, so I got the teaser that me and Patty agreed on. Uh, Four-point teaser, Chiefs minus two-and-a-half, and 49ers. I'm sorry, Chiefs minus two-and-a-half and 49ers plus eight-and-a-half. I had it at that five a, points. Uh, five-point teaser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're okay. right, you're right. That's what I had as well. Um, then I had uh, at least one two-point conversion to be converted in the two games this weekend. That one was at plus 110. And then I got uh, Giannis. I said Giannis. His name's Giannis. Uh, Giannis first basket Friday plus 310. Not great value. But I really want to hit it. I'm really feeling good. Pat told me Bucks Knicks was the game to do, so I'm following with that. I think he's doing the same thing, but he probably has a different first basket winner. Am I wrong, Patty? No, you are correct. And you want me to go ahead and go with that one first, since that's the one we you were just talking about? Yeah, sure. So I went with Julius Randle plus six fifty for that game. Um, now Diz was absolutely correct. That is the game for tonight. If you are doing first basket Friday, Fanduel. Go in, click on the promos, click First Basket Friday, make sure you opt in, put $25 on a first basket of a game tonight. Regardless of if it hits or not, you get a dollar back for every three-pointer hit. So just out of you know, making sure that you're picking a good game, you want to pick a game that's looking to average more than 25 three-pointers. This Knicks-Bucks game, that is certainly one of them. They both average more than 13 three-pointers for each team, so that's, we're looking at more than 26 alone, and they both rank top 10 in three-pointers made and bottom 10 in the league in three-pointers allowed. 
So these teams shoot a lot of threes, but don't defend the three very well. So we're liking that game just in general. Now, as far as my boy, Julius Randle, did he delete that? I think the guy deleted it. Oh, wait, no, here we go. So Robinson is tipping for the Knicks. He wins 58% of the tips that he does compared to Bobby Portis, who wins only 46%. And in the one game that they played earlier, the Knicks won the tip. Robinson won the tip over Portis. So I like the Knicks to get the first basket. Now, the Bucks give up the second most baskets to Julius or to the power forward position, and Julius Randle is the number one uh, first shot taker, first field goal maker for the Knicks. So I really like the value at plus 650. So that's what I got for that for first basket Friday. Um, the rest of my bets here, I've got Will Barton over three and a half assists at minus 158. C.J. McCollum over two and a half threes at minus 148. Zach Levine under three and a half threes at minus 180. DeMar DeRozan under half a three at minus 184. Keldon Johnson over one and a half threes at minus 156. Mitchell Robinson over seven and a half points at minus 106. Chris Middleton over 18 and a half points at minus 122. Giannis or Giannis over 26 and a half points at minus 110. Bobby Portis over eight and a half rebounds and Chris Middleton over four and a half assists at minus 140. Now, if you parlay every single one of those props together, not including the first basket Friday, you can get plus 2,000 or 24,431 on the odds. And so Jesus, let's have ourselves a night boys. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you for that. Appreciate that. And that was just well-spoken. <laughs> I try. You know, you, you would think after doing this for as long as we've been doing it now, I, I would be able to get all that out and handle it in a certain manner, but that doesn't always happen. That's fair. You are the OG at this. <laughs> or something like that. Um, okay. Diz, group best bets. Do you have time to do this before you go into Target? Yes, sir. Okay. So as a group, we are actually down 2.25 units because oh, we, went, we went over three last night. Now, I just want to put a disclaimer on this, okay? One of the ones, okay. we, one of the ones we had was Panthers, Golden Knights, over seven, right, Diz? Yep. The Panthers did their part. The Panthers scored four. The Golden Knights put up a one-piece on Spencer Knight. I don't know if it was great goalkeeping or if the Golden Knights just didn't put up points last night, but uh, – <laughs> We got half of that one. So, um, you know, I feel like we were on the right side of that one. The other one, the Timberwolves not covering the six and a half. What do I always say about the Timberwolves, Diz, whenever betting on them in the NBA? You may not know this. This uh, was a me and Connor thing. I don't know if you'll know this, but it was a me and Connor thing. They're trash? No. If the Timberwolves have three players that matter, Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Edwards. If all three of them are playing, I like to take them against the spread. If one of them, if even one of them is not out, you cannot rely on the Timberwolves. Last night, D'Angelo Russell got hurt halfway through that game. If he plays that full game, I think there's a good chance that the T-Wolves end up covering the six and a half. I think they lost by like nine. Mm. So I felt like we just got unlucky with that one. That hurts. Yeah. But for tonight, obviously, we want the uh, the the teaser, the Chiefs, 
49ers teaser? Of course. Um, I really like this, that uh, two-point conversion one. Well, you're taking all my picks, so you either climb <laughs> with me or we fall in a hail of Hail of shit. gunfire. We bet yeah. together, win together. Bingo, Tyler. Tyler gets it. Um, and then, so tonight, I couldn't believe this line, but how do we feel about the Rangers' money line versus the Wild, Diz, at home? I believe it is a retirement jersey night for the Rangers, so it'll be buzzing. The Rangers got their good goalie in net versus the backup goalie for the Minnesota Wild. I'm liking the Rangers at home tonight. What's the value? What's the value? Let me check. I'm all. I'm always down for a home dog in What's the NHL. What's the angle? Plus one fourteen. Lock it in. I don't know how this value is at plus one fourteen. I'm just gonna throw it Lock up there. Lock it in. Uh, I'm just here for after last night how much we were let down by the Golden Gophers and the Twolves for Diz. Yeah. I think we should just go ahead and fade Minnesota. Just fade the state tonight. <laughs> exactly. Good call, Tyler. Exactly. That's that's a very good point. I mean, we all saw what the Vikings went out and did this year, so let's fade <laughs> Minnesota for for at least tonight. Yep, I'm with it. Fade Minnesota. Love it. All right. So a surprising addition to the episode. We actually have some celeb bets from Tyler's roommate Jake. So, would you like me to get him in here? No, no, no I can give him. I got him. I got All him. Right. I got him on the ready. Um first off, he liked uh the Bengals plus seven and a half and the Niners plus three and a half. So, he liked the dogs this weekend and the hook. I I think he is not in the minority there. I think a lot of people like the dogs this weekend. Um he also liked Jawan Jennings plus four eighty anytime touchdown. Now, if you're like Tyler, you're like, who is Jawan Jennings? Um, I believe he is the number three wide receiver for the 49ers. Three or four? He's he's on the depth chart somewhere. He's down there. <laughs> he he sees targets. He sees playing time. So he likes Jawan Jennings anytime touchdown at plus four eighty. Um and then I actually have three four-leg parlays from Jake as well. Very bold. Very then, bold. I think the lowest odds – oh, he did send that uh, triple-double one over here. But the lowest odds on his are plus 25,000 on these. So the first one he has, he has friends, Wagner, 20-plus points in Orlando to win. He has Trey Young, 30-plus points in Atlanta to win. He has Terry Rozier, 20-plus points in Charlotte to win. And then John ja Morant double double in Memphis to win. That is one dollar to win two hundred and fifty three dollars and fifty eight cents. And then his other one, he has Cole Anthony to score fifteen plus points. Lamelo Ball to record a triple double. Josh Giddy to re- record a triple double, and Dewante Murray to record a triple double. That is one dollar to win six hundred and seventy one dollars and forty eight cents. So shout out to our guy Jay giving us some celeb bet for Friday. Um, bringing it back. That's We're right. Bringing it back. That is right. Um, hopefully it all those getting hit. very dark in this room. Diz decided that he was not going to try to be a psychopath and have an AirPod in or anything like that. Um, so 
that just leaves us, Tyler. There is only two. Um, would this be the opportune time to go ahead and talk about the two basketball teams we are fading tonight? We're not there yet. Hold, hold on. Wait till we get to the multi-sport. We'll, we got to do, we got to do the Captain Chaos Chaos Theory of the night. Oh, that's first. first. That's oh, first. Wow. So we're going there first. Now, again, to remind people, Chaos Theory, we look at underdogs to win. You see it happen a lot more in March Madness. That's where it originated. I sometimes on occasion will do it if I like a lot of money line underdogs tonight. So I took all of these as money line on the or underdogs on the money line, and then I also did a round robin of four by fives. So if four of these five hit, I'm making some sort of money here. But on the money line, it is one dollar to win three fifty two fifty two. So I'm impressed. Yeah, as as you should That's... be. <laughs> some good value. That is some quality value. Um, I like the Red Wings money line versus the Penguins. Pistons money line versus Magic. I know Jake just said to have the Magic win, so we're kind of going head to head in that one. Um, I'm not sure those picks were researched. I'm just gonna put that out there. We we will assume that Jake knows what he's talking about. Um, Pelicans money line versus the Nuggets. Timberwolves money line versus the Suns, and Knicks money line versus the Bucks. So again, if we get four of those, we're we're in business. But if we hit all five, then we're really, really, yeah, raking it in. We're partying. Now, speaking of partying, Tyler, you already saw this value. You've already shared this value. But this is the multi-sport hail mary parlay of the day. But why don't you go ahead and show us your uh, your shirt and your jacket and explain why this has meaning on tonight's podcast or tonight's uh, endeavors. All right, so I'm new to the podcast, and as you can hear by my voice, clearly an Indiana boy, <laughs> born and raised. I grew up a Timberwolves fan, big fan of Kevin Garnett. And when Kevin Garnett got traded to the Celtics, I was traded with him. I think there was a, I think like a second round pick was included in that just for Package my fandom. Deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah. you know, I mean, I was in high school at that time, so I, you know, I was up and coming. I was a prospect. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, as a Celtics fan, I bought a very nice Celtics shirt, very unique, and I thought, okay, this is perfect to wear on game day. I've never seen anyone else rocking. The Celtics after school special. This little number right here for the viewers, as you can see, it wow. is designed by elementary schoolers. <laughs> it's beautiful. Sadly, every time I've worn the shirt on game day, the Celtics have lost. It's tragic. And as I said, growing up an Indiana boy, still still got love for the Pacers. I got this little number here. At a Pacer game, and have worn it every Pacer game I have been to this year. They've dropped every single one. Most recently, the Hornets in spectacular fashion, I might add. It was spectacular. We had Pat, get, had Pat hit the big money, big money bet on that one. Oh, yeah. So, because I saw Pat's, you know, I have advanced information, a little insider trading between Pat and I. I was able to see that, and I got to put it on, help Pat out, fade my own teams here at this point. Pacers, get that pick. Boston, I don't even know what you guys are doing. But I know if I have an opportunity to make Pat a little wealth, I should take that. 
He's this is his version of bet together, win together. He may not actually be betting with us, but he is helping us get that good juju and help us win bets. So that leads to the multi-sport Hail Mary parlay of the day. It is $1 to win $23,002.70. Yes, folks, you heard that correct. And uh, so Diz isn't here, so I'll just slide in and take his spot with a sheesh. There you go. Beautiful. Beautiful. You're, you're you fitting go. in perfectly. Uh, and obviously, I'll go ahead and knock out the two legs there. I took the Thunder minus one versus the Pacers and the Hawks minus one and a half versus the Celtics. So essentially, the two teams going up against Tyler's teams, the Celtics and the Pacers, I just need those other teams just to win, basically. So, uh, Tyler, thank you for doing that for us and helping us get closer to that $23,000 payoff. You're welcome. A loss to the Thunder would be pretty spectacular. It would be. Um, I'll stay in the NBA and finish these off. So I got Pistons plus three versus the Magic, Hornets minus seven versus the Lakers, Pelicans plus five and a half versus the Nuggets, Grizzlies minus four versus the Jazz, Rockets plus two versus Trailblazers, Clippers, Heat over 210 and a half points, uh, Spurs plus one and a half, Timberwolves plus eight and a half versus the Suns, and Knicks plus nine versus the Bucks. And finally, the last five on the NHL, I got the Red Wings plus one and a half versus the Penguins, the Rangers money line versus the Wild, the Avalanche money line versus the Blackhawks, Bruins Coyotes over six, and the Stars money line versus the Capitals. Sorry, I'm trying to get the proper lighting in here. It's all good. Go. It's all good enough. Yeah. I look tan now, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> Tyler, do you have anything you need to get off your chest before we send these folks into a wonderful weekend? Um, I wish I had a conspiracy theory for tonight. Um, I'm hey. sure next time I go to a Pacer game, I will have one once again. I mean, yep. I guess the shirts are conspiracy theory enough. Yeah, yeah, very well could be. Very well could be. Um, um I just want to say thank you for showing your football Friday support there. That's right, baby. I'm guessing Diz is done for the night, not coming back at all. Correct. Diz, Diz had to, uh, he said he was going to stay on during the target run, but then it just proved to be too much for him. So, uh, he had to depart. So yes, Diz will not be coming back tonight. All right. That's fair. I will stop being long winded, wasting time. I've been trying to stall thinking Diz was coming back. No, 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 no. He's done. He's gone. So we can wrap this up. But uh, thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. Make sure you check us out on Twitter and Instagram at SportsBetByDumb. Also, go to the YouTube. Search Sports Betting by Dummies in the YouTube search. Filter by channel. We should be the first one on there. Look for the black and yellow logo. You cannot miss it. Um, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for riding with us. Hope everyone has a nice, long, profitable weekend. And we will see you all on Monday. Oh, 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 oh,